0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Your Average Critics Joined as usual by Obi and Chris How are you both? Oh, Chris.
1: Yeah, Chris is currently doing a bit of homework Um, Yeah, I'm sweet How are you, good? Yeah, no,
0: I'm fine, thank you Um, So, a bit of a less structured one this week Um, A bit of an any other business But there have been a couple of trailers Which we're going to talk about um, so we'll talk about Black Widow in a sec, which Chris is just watching. Um, and there's also the newest trailer for the Loki series, which came mm. out today. Um, so yeah, we, we find out a little bit more about the time authority. Um, and, uh, we get some Owen Wilson, whose name is Mobius. Um, oh, is it? I didn't even call that. Yeah, Well when I watched it on Twitter, there was like subtitles, and so it was captioning like Ah, what the characters' names were. Apparently, his name is Mobius M. Mobius. um, Obviously, a Mobius strip is just a continuous strip. So, is that the
2: killer there? What's that, Chris? Who's is who you said called Mobius?
1: Owen Wilson. Oh right. Not the. uh, We're not talking about Black Widow. Not the vampire.
2: Was there
0: anything
1: new in this Loki one compared to last time? I would say, yeah, quite a bit. Uh, uh, Seems like mostly new
0: footage, to be honest. Mm. Um, So we sort of got a bit more thrust for the plot, which... So Mobius says to Loki, you know, you took the Tesseract and basically fucked up the timeline. So now Mm. you've got to help us get it back to normal. Um, So, yeah, it's just them sort of zipping in and out of uh, different timelines a la The Umbrella Academy. Um, very reminiscent of that for me. It um, you know, felt, felt quite Legends of tomorrow E for me. If you, if any, Have if you seen that? I don't know if you have, Glenn, but yeah. I haven't. Okay, well, so, yeah. Is that an indictment on it or is that a positive? Um,
1: I would say it's a positive because the first few seasons of it are pretty good after that gets a bit me. But, you know, I expect Marvel to do... Uh, I have more higher expectations of Marvel with this sort of time travely sort of aspect than I do um, uh, CW.
0: I mean, this this series, look, just from this trailer and what we've seen before, looks quite fun. I mean, Loki is, you know, quite a, a sort of cheeky character and mm. he's very endearing. Um, Tom Hiddleston plays him well. Um, and there's sort of a good sort of uh, frenemy relationship between him and Mobius, um, yeah. developing so I think it'll be a lot of fun I think there's also a lot of possibilities like with WandaVision with this series like he could literally go to any timeline anywhere mm. and you know potentially they could use this series to be like oh shit we didn't do a continuity very well there so let's go back and fix that
1: um, yeah. that's true but, I didn't even think about that that's just a very good point
0: so I think yeah it's a lot of scope or what they could do and I'm I'm looking forward to it what did you guys
1: think of the trailer um, I liked it um, I don't know I think I liked the first trailer a bit more only because I felt it was a bit more mysterious at the time and I was kind of like ooh what's going on kind of thing now we know pretty much what the plot is I would say um, but it was good to like get a bit more from that O, o- what's character uh, Mobius um, and to see you know a bit more of um, like hit Loki being Loki kind of thing in the trailer which is cool uh i'm curious yeah i'm curious to know what how this series is going to play out i don't know if it's going to be like um i don't know so like for example in legends of tomorrow um they fuck up the timeline and then because they fuck up the timeline something's gone wrong something went wrong in 1913 and now 2020's fucked up so they have to go back to 1913 and stop that from happening so i'm wondering if it's going to be like that or if it's going to be i don't know something different i'm not sure but um I'm curious to know if they're gonna go, if they're gonna stay in like earth-based like timelines, or if just gonna like venture out into like I don't know, Asgard or you know, out like you know, out in space kind of thing. But yeah, I think there's so much, there's so many possibilities that they could do this, and like there's so much, um, so much ground that they could cover, which I think and like possibility to bring in other, other, other characters, other properties, other whatever. So even I think um, in the first trailer it was uh, Kang was. One of them, Kang the whatever it's called, is one of the statues, isn't it? Um, oh, Kang, okay. Kang the Conqueror. I don't know which yeah, one it's called, but um, yeah, I think he's one of the statues. I, I think he's like, and I, I think have... his sorry, <laughs> I think um, one of his powers is like time-based. I think Kang, I'm, or I'm, I'm not, it might be. I'm is not that sure. The one that Jonathan Majors has been cast in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So um, yeah, I'm curious to see what, what, what get there. I think I feel like the chemistry between. Uh, Mobius and Loki is going to be very key to this series, and from the looks of the trailer, it looks to be very like you know good, like pleasant. Like I'm going to enjoy these two, like bouncing off each other kind of thing. So yeah,
0: yeah. I think one one thing that they need to explain is where the hell has the time variance authority been for oh. the last 25, <laughs> um, you know, uh, films? Because yeah. didn't Mark didn't Bruce Banner fuck up the timeline (laughs) whoa we took the time stone they didn't fuck up the timeline did they well I mean he created a new timeline who did Bruce Banner
2: no but he didn't because they put everything back the way they found it
0: true I I think it would just be interesting Uh, the
2: only person who fucked up the timeline and Ovi's gonna hate me for it Captain America
1: I was gonna say the exact same thing oh Because he stayed
2: there, unless the actual timeline was always him staying there. Which would then confuse everything.
1: No. figures might be different. Maybe it's different with Loki, because it's kind of like a... Maybe like a you cheated death kind of thing. Because like, it's kind of like you're supposed to die in five years, or however many years it is. So maybe that's why the anger from Steve was kind of, I guess, still alive in yeah, the timeline he suppose, left. I and suppose... Maybe,
2: that
1: half the world died and they did stuff but this is the thing so it'd be curious to know so like Glenn said about the um, where have they been, where have these people been for the past however many years like it'd be curious to know I reckon it would be something like um, this is just like a natural like we can't actually intervene in a natural course of events kind of thing I imagine it's something like that so which is why they couldn't intervene with like Thanos and all that stuff Um, I imagine it would be something like that but it does pose a question like if you're going around fixing all this stuff now, like where were you when you know the whole world is falling apart? And I think that's a bigger question for even some of these people who Marvel plan introduced later, like the Eternals, for example, uh, who are like some you know all-powerful beings who have been about since the beginning of time. And you definitely have to ask like, where the fuck have you been for the past twelve years? <laughs> you know, yeah, like where have yeah. we been fucking up? So yeah, it's a, definitely an interesting question to pose. I think it would be interesting to see when this is set because
0: obviously <laughs> Loki disappeared in. 2012 in an end game. So, does this continue straight from 2012? So, does Mobius even know that
1: what, what that Loki would have died? In mm. Well, I reckon so, in so basically, it's complete of Legends of Tomorrow. So, Legends of Tomorrow they have a very similar thing to the Time Variance Authority, it's called the Time Bureau, and basically, they operate outside of time so they can kind of like see past, present, and future timelines. So, I reckon it might be something like that. So, they're dipping in and out of different timelines throughout the series
2: yeah and the thing with this series you can have different you can have whole different worlds well can't you like mm. different planets and all sorts I, honestly they did not need this two minute uh, trailer
1: yeah I kind of agree I like yeah, the trailer but yeah you can have done that.
2: So honestly so unnecessary I was I was hooked I, think, I, I don't know if this is me just being biased based on people we know but I don't know someone who doesn't like Loki as a
1: character.
2: Mm. In my eyes, most people will probably want to see Loki again. So mm. I, I feel like they've, they've missed a trick keeping some secrets, secret, in my opinion.
0: Well, what but what do you think is, is sort of out of the bag now? Because we, we don't well, really they, know what's going
2: in, on. In one of the scenes, you see that there's a company called, like, Rock's, Rocks Gone or something... I don't know what that refers to, but I'm sure some well knowledged Marvel person will probably know what that is. Isn't that uh, um
0: one of the companies in Cloak and, and in the uh Netflix Marvel shows, Roxon. Yeah.
2: I think it was Roxon. I'm not sure if it was Roxon. It mm. looked like it started with an ROXX.
0: Mm.
2: But it could be. Like but like what I'm saying is like that, that these extra bits weren't needed. But Right. I'm all for it. They didn't, I, In my opinion, they didn't really give anything away, uh, bar the fact that Owen Wilson's going to play quite a big part in this, I feel. I thought he was just going to be like a tell-you-what-to-do kind of guy, but it seems like he's next to him in quite a few scenes. Mm. And it also seems in this series, in this trailer, that Loki actually knows about them.
0: Oh, about the TVA?
2: Yeah, because he says, oh, you're a bunch of clowns running this, aren't you? And stuff like that. So it makes me think he already knows about them. Okay. But then he is a god, so maybe he should know about them. Or any gods,
0: so. Mm.
1: I'm, curious. I'm curious to know if that's if he does know about them. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I liked that scene where I... um, he's in front of that clerk and, and he goes, You've got to sign everything you've ever said. And he goes, oh, yeah. What? <laughs> or, oh, really? And it's like, Right, another page printed.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That was funny.
0: The thing is, as well, like, um...
2: he Um... Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, and I think the issue is that we already... Like, we already know there's a series... Actually, is it an issue? We already know there's a series two for this, so... Does that ruin some of the hype? Um,
1: I don't think so. I I feel like, um... I feel like, uh... What's it called? Um these people are just never going to... If they weren't going to kill Loki off in... uh What's it called? Uh Infinity War. Then they're never going to kill him off. So I feel yeah, like him knowing that he's going to be alive. It's kind of like when um you're watching 24, isn't it? Like, Jack Bauer's not going to die. Do you know what I mean? No. True, true. True,
2: yeah, true.
0: I'm I mean... Less, I'm less yeah. bothered about knowing about a season two for Loki because he is, you know, in separate timelines doing his own thing. If, mm. if they'd said... Loki is going to lead directly into Eternals, and yeah, yeah. then I'd be like, okay, maybe season two, you know. That's Is different. Um, like if they said there's going to be a One Division season two, you'd be like, you've run out of sitcoms to parody, so where are you going to go with this?
1: That's fair. Um, it's only going to be uh, six episodes as well. As well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think One Division was the exception. That's kind that
2: of a that bummer. Was... That's kind of a bummer. I would have. I don't think six episodes is enough. And I think it depends on what sto-
1: what sort of story you're telling.
2: True, but going based on what I've seen so far, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I don't think six episodes is enough.
1: Okay,
0: well let's talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier then, um, and we'll talk about Black Widow afterwards. So, episode three, we've saw what we saw, we've seen, um, and this was uh, Bucky and Sam going to. Um, Break out of prison um, to try and get his knowledge on where the super soldier serum might have been. Um, it takes them to a city, a fictional city in um, Indonesia called Madrapor, and uh, there they they quite easily, in my opinion, find um, the scientist. Uh, meet up with Sharon Carter. There's allusions to this power broker. Um, And then that's that's basically what what happens, isn't it? You find out a little bit more about um, why the uh, Flag Smashers want to do what they're doing, or the main one, which I think I named Morgenthau or something. Um, I sort of felt this episode was a bit generic. Um, I didn't think there was that much jeopardy. Um, And I I was... Found quite boring, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know what you thought, Chris.
2: Uh oh, am I not. On, sorry, I
0: thought I was on mute.
2: Um, I. Why do I begin to this? Um, I feel like I did not enjoy the episode. I enjoyed the episode because of like it was an action-packed episode, so I enjoyed it in that sense. Um predictability, I could have predicted a lot of it, bar the fact that I thought maybe at one point Zemo was going to properly fuck him over. Um, But, yeah, like, I just think it's a bit like we're going to get fed up really quickly of Bucky and Falcon not telling each other stuff, or in this case, actually, so far, Bucky not telling Falcon about anything. Yeah. Uh, I you know, you get really redundant really fast. Like, I think we're on track three already of him doing something without telling him. Um, then Sharon Carter, I knew straight away, as soon as I saw her, that she wasn't, she hadn't gone rogue. I knew straight away that there was something else. I'm pretty sure she's still working for the government, in my opinion, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, but... Uh, yeah, not really, not a lot really came from this.
1: Am I... Yeah.
2: Did I miss something? Like, I feel like not a lot came from it. Like, I feel like we met Sharon again, cool. We saw Zemo we saw him in the cool funky mask, cool. We learnt that Bucky can switch on being a badass, cool. Uh It's
1: a good few things, uh, to be fair. But um, <laughs> yeah, you, you but like,
2: they're nothing major, and then like the episode was called the Power Broker. yet I'm pretty sure we didn't see the Power Broker. Well, at there's all. rumors that
1: there's rumors that the Power Broker is Sharon. on. how do you uh-huh. think? Yeah, there's rumors that the Power Broker is Sharon. Yeah, yeah, no,
2: we heard. Yeah, we
1: heard. Oh, I thought you said her. Huh. So sorry, that's why.
2: I, I, said, said, I, I was saying oh, because it might. Oh. I thought I. And she got in that car i thought I thought of her as an agent. I mm. thought she was just being a, um shield or whoever's the big bad body now. I mm. thought she was just pretending to be uh, sour about the whole situation but maybe that maybe
1: was, but i mean if she was still like shield or whoever like what what would be the purpose of of that do you think
2: well well like to integrate herself into life in the in the was it downtown is it called? And then to find out what's going on, maybe.
1: So then, why couldn't she tell Sam and Bucky that she was?
2: Because they're reckless, and they're probably ruining her plan. So do you I think? I don't know how these secret agents work, but you know it as well as I do—they're never transparent with one another.
0: That's true. <laughs> you do you think know. then, if we if we believe that theory, then do you think it's for like nefarious purposes or? You know, because she wants to recreate the super soldier serum. So, what would
1: be the purpose of that? I don't know. I feel like it might be a way of like, if if she is the power broker, it might be just a way of getting back at the American government or something like that. I don't, I don't know. But, like, I don't, I don't really buy into the theory that she's the power broker. Um, but then, I also didn't know that the episode was called the power broker. So you have to think that something in this episode must lead to the power broker. Um that's the only lead we've got right now, I would feel like. Um so yeah, I don't I'm not really I'm not really too sure, to be honest with you. Um, For me,
0: this episode was just too felt rushed. It felt like they had to get a lot of narrative into this episode. Like getting Zemo to escape was really easy. Convincing mm-hmm. um Sam and Sharon to like not kill him was like pretty easy. Trusting Zemo to not run away was very easy you know it was all you know they find the scientist very quickly um they find the other intermediary did that
2: explain why he did he explain why he killed the scientist
1: because he didn't want he doesn't want super soldiers he's against against black heroes that's all yeah that makes good I suppose that makes sense I suppose I am I to be fair I I, I'm a bit in between the the two of you to be fair because I enjoyed the episode um Cause like, And I think I, I see what you're saying, Glenn, about like um it being very generic. I think you said in the group chat, I don't know if you said mm-hmm. it uh, just now because I was away for a minute. Um, But yeah, I like this genre, so I think the genre appeals to me anyway. You can throw that in like a political thriller, that kind of thing. And if you throw that in with like, MCU stuff, I'm always going to be at least mildly interested. Um, I do think that it's weird because I wonder what our reactions would be if we'd watched this before we'd seen Division because obviously Division was very different, experimental, at least the first three episodes were anyway, like kept us on our toes kind of thing, whereas this is very much more run-of-the-mill uh, your just typical political action thriller kind of thing so um, I feel like maybe watching Division might have like changed our our overall views of what these shows might be like um, mm-hmm. um, but overall I like the episode, I do agree that it was a bit rushed um, but the only thing that I, I... I liked it overall. I thought some of the scenes with Sharon, especially where she was, like, fighting people, were really cool. Because, obviously, haven't, I haven't seen her do that in any of the films she's been in so far. So that was pretty sick. Um, fun fact, the person who directed this episode was the guy who made John Wick. So that probably explains why the... Uh, some of the fight scenes were kind of, like, John Wick-esque. Oh, okay. um, Yeah, so that was pretty, I thought the fight scenes were pretty cool. Um, I thought, like, the little... Reveal of um, like Finding the doctor And all that stuff And he said Yeah I was working For the CIA Or this, did he say CIA Or did he say S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, whichever one I was working for He was working for The American government Before he got blipped And then he come back And now he's doing It for the power broker blah, blah 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 I thought that was All pretty cool um, uh, And yeah The only bit I didn't Really like was the bit in the club I thought that bit was that part was <laughs> and they're like wilding out <laughs> yeah well do <laughs> well, yeah, you know what even the, the dancing bit where they were all like where Zima was like Dance, fist pumping like that. That, that was all fun and then, like, Sam had to drink the drink and Sam had to pretend that he was someone else on the phone to his sister I thought you know I actually quite enjoyed all that bit the only bit I didn't like was where how quickly they met the Sherby character and the Sherby character got shot and died and then they were like excuse me and then they were like, oh yeah, they're going to pin that on us. And I was like, I was like, who even shot her? Like, I was, did even you know, even you know who shot her? I was okay. so confused about it. I don't know if it was Sharon or if it was somebody else or, I don't know. Yeah, that bit was confusing, but that's the only thing that I didn't like about the episode. Um, and I actually also thought, I liked the, the, uh, parts with, um, fake Captain America. What's his face? Johnny Walker. Is name Johnny Walker. Um, John Wa- Johnny John. Walker. I think it's a whiskey, but yeah. John- <laughs> have you, do you hear about him? I heard he got death threats, right?
2: Yeah, apparently he's
1: quit. No, really? Apparently, quit how though? Because like, isn't have they not finished filming?
2: Yeah, they finished filming.
1: Well, oh. he
0: said he said that he doesn't know what the future of that um, Captain America is but
2: beyond, beyond I, this season. I have some impact to the rest of the thing. I was, it's a really pointless character to create, personally. But mm-hmm. Fair
1: enough.
0: I um... mean. I mean, I said I said in in a chat with Obi, which I know you disagreed with, that I think that considering we're halfway through this season, this series, there's still quite a lot of it's, there's still like lots of different like little threads. So you've got John Walker and um his pal Hodgkins. Um, you've also now got you know Sharon's got her own little arc. Um, you know what's she up to? You've got um Kari Morgenthau and the um, flag smashers. You've also you got Bucky and Sam, and they've also got their own things going on. Um, Sam's sister, and I mean, is Bucky still bothering to try and atone for the people he fucked up? I don't know. That seems to have gone mm. to a black burner. You've mm. also now got the Dora Milaje, um, which I thought was a really cool reveal, but yeah. it just feels to me like we've got yeah. three episodes left mm. and uh, quite a lot of things to tie up. Mm.
1: I I see what you're saying, but I feel like a lot of these will just kind of like tie up with each other. Do you know what I mean like the John? I imagine the John Walker storyline and the Bucky and Falcon storyline will come to a head together at some point, along with the the Carly Morganthau, all that stuff as well. Um, to be fair, when we were talking, I I wasn't uh, registering the, you know, like the Black Panther stuff and the uh, what is else? What else did you say? Completely forgot what you said But the other Couple of other things you said I didn't register those As plot threads to be fair So I I will admit There is uh, Quite a bit going on But it's not for me To the point where I'm like There's too much Like I I, I can keep I'm able to keep track Of everything that's going on But it only gets to the point now Where Let's see when we get to episode 6 Is there going to be stuff um, That was left out Or that was Just now irrelevant Or solved really quickly At that point then I can be like Okay yeah that was shit But for now I'm happy with Where we are Personally
0: Mm-hmm. Chris, any thoughts? I mean,
2: as the series goes, it's not the most—it's not not the best one they've got, but I'm interested to see where things go. Um, yeah, man, it's all right for a decent series, I guess. Uh, I am. Um, oh, sorry, Chris. The reality is, I—I I, I like. I think I said this from the beginning. Like, what did we think would happen from this? It's like one of those series where it, it could be really good, like a, a like a, a Jack Ryan esque series, or it could be like just a plain old like let's just fill out fill out the time while we wait for a movie to come out, isn't it? So, mm. well, I think I think, flags, I think Flag Smashers is a quality concept, um, but like, what do they do with it after this? Really, unless they make a big bad from it, so.
1: Um, yeah, well, I think the, um, the, the, one of the points of this series anyway, as well as like building up, Phase uh, face form of the MCU is to kind of just see what these other characters are getting up to in between the other films. So it's not just like a kind of thing. They're just sitting around waiting until the Avengers come calling. So they do deal with their, with their own little situations. And yeah. I don't think that necessarily, um, things that happen in the series need to then contribute towards the films and stuff. I think they can just be in their own little, as in, like, this is what these characters deal with at this particular time. And then maybe that develops their character. So in this series, Sam might, I don't know, decide to become Captain America. Bucky might decide to actually become a person with, like, feelings and emotions. <laughs> and then that might lead into, um, you know, the film. But it's not might not necessarily be a tangible thing, like, we have this villain, and now this villain is going to be one of the villains in the film. You know? Mm.
0: Yeah. yeah, I get
1: that. Um, um, just quickly, sorry, just to, uh, I just want to say couple of things about the episode um before we talk about something else um the Carly Morgenthau her little circus few scenes I didn't enjoy all that much only because they were she had literally like two scenes one of them was presumably her crying about her her mom maybe or her maybe someone who she was close to and the next one, the next scene, she's blowing up a bloody, um, I don't even know what she was blowing up, but she killed a lot of people. <laughs> As I was kind of, these two, these two are too, like, um, too far apart in terms of mentality, mentality and emotion. And I think yeah. the point of it was to show that this girl was, like, ruthless, which is fair enough, but I think you needed a, to pad a little bit more in there to kind of, um, so you can kind of, like, feel your way through the transition from one emotion to the other rather than just showing one scene of her being caring, then never seeing her killing people. I think is very like jarring um yeah um the john walker stuff i enjoyed so when he broke into the the place in germany i think he was maybe or maybe it was Latvia. Mm-hmm. i'm not sure um and like he was like <laughs> swimming around asking everyone like where's Where's, um, where's Carly, Where the flag smashes no one's given up information and then the geezer spits in his face, he's like do you know who I am he's like yeah, I know who you are, so fuck you get he's Captain America he's Captain America in name only like the respect is not there yet like, I, yeah. I, I enjoy that aspect of it and I feel like that might lead to that, I'm wondering if his whole goal in this is to just get some, some super soldier serum so he can take some, um, and I wonder if like, the fact that people don't respect him as Captain America yet it's going to be like his motivation to be like I need, I need the power, like I need to be able, I need to have the super soldier in me so people fear me as well as respect me or maybe just fear me, that kind of thing. I reckon that might be a little a little thing that they'll talk about soon. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed his scenes too. Um, and also, just quickly, the Black Panther stuff. Did even when he was when Bucky was picking up like the bees and stuff, did even EV clock that it was like related well, like, to Black Panther? Because I did not clock at oh. all. <laughs> took me completely. Uh, took me out of blue. What was that? Okay. so um, towards the end of the episode before just before the black uh, the Dora Milaje show, shows up Um, Bucky's like picking up beads from like the floor and the wall like did you clock that that was related to Black Panther because I did not at all
2: no I had no, no clue I just thought it was some tech that he knew about and I thought mm-hmm. it was, like, this is like bit weird that can even following this
0: <laughs> yeah I thought that was a really nice reveal because I didn't quite expect like that level of I guess crossover yeah um, and I think it's a really interesting thing because yeah you don't I sort of forgot that the Wakandans would have beef with Zemo for mm. killing Tachaka, so that's an, that's probably a more interesting thread than this series so far fair enough
1: uh-huh. <laughs> did you think um do you think that this might maybe lead into the Wakanda series that they're planning, or just this too early?
0: Part of me thinks it's too early because they've not even started production on that as far as I... I mean, they've not even started production on Black Panther 2, have they? So, that's true.
1: yeah.
0: I that's don't true. know. I feel like it... I feel like maybe they'll help. I think mm. her name was Ayo. Ayo, uh, yeah. Maybe she'll help. Mm. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, I wanted to say that um, this obviously features Mad Rapport, um, which in the comics, um, I'm reliably informed by the internet, is quite a big feature in the X-Men series. Um, It's a location most commonly associated with the X-Men. So I I wonder if this is just sort of like a very light introduction to this place and then they might use Madripoor as future mutant Mm. settings.
1: Maybe, maybe. I thought it was interesting that um, Zemo talked about how basically like Sokovia is not even like a place anymore like I think he said, they basically like built over it and now it's just something completely different. Yeah. Which I found was quite funny. Um, and probably like one of the things that the Flag Smashers are fighting for, I guess. The moving borders and all that stuff. Um, yeah.
0: All right. Well, sticking with the MCU, um, as we mentioned at the top of the pod, there was another um, trailer for Black Widow, which came out a couple of days ago. Um, so this one's a bit more action uh bit more Ray Winston <laughs> um some cool aerial kind of choreography yeah the beginning the beginning of the trailer was um just sort of like cuts of of what uh, Natasha Romanoff has been doing in the MCU and com- concluding with uh, obviously her sacrificing end game mm. um I mean does this does this kind of Add anything to your hype for the film? Was this trailer necessary? That's a leading question. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what, 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 what are your thoughts on, on the film anyway? And what does this trailer do to that, if anything?
1: Um, so,
0: Chris, you want to go first?
2: Sure. Um, I actually think it's going to be a decent film. Mm. Um, in fact, I think it's going to be a good film. Whether, mm. I care for the film to still go ahead. I, I still don't care about it in terms of like, because it doesn't continue any storyline, it doesn't really bother me. Uh, but if the introdu- introduce characters in it, then become part of it, then I guess it serves some purpose. Mm. Um, the trailer threw me off when I saw a blue head kid who I'm assuming now, upon watching that part again, that is Scarlett Johansson's character as a child. Hmm. me off completely. Um, I think they've done well in recruit in the people they've cast in the roles. I think they're all really good at at, 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 that I've witnessed so far. Um, Task, this is Taskmaster, right?
1: Yeah, Taskmaster.
2: They're the same villain we had in Civil War.
1: No, Civil War was Zemo, was it not? Captain
2: America 2. Captain America 2. That was the blo- Was
1: it? Pretty
0: sure. I don't think we've seen Taskmaster.
1: No, I don't think we have either. We Taskmaster not. is the one who copies everyone's moves.
2: Everyone's moves, yeah. Mm. I thought we'd already seen him, but maybe maybe I'm wrong then. Okay, that would make more sense that we haven't seen him. Okay, Um yeah.
1: Or her, there's speculation that Taskmaster is a woman.
0: Oh, okay, that'd be pretty cool. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't really. What was the question you asked about it Glenn? Again, <laughs> like, what you know? Does this give you hype for the film? You know, are you? I mean, it, it, it
2: gives me it gives me more hype, more hype than the previous trailer. See, this is where my previous comment about Loki in the trailers kind of backfires because, like, again. I still would have watched Black Widow. I think all of us probably will watch Black Widow regardless of the trailers that come out. Mm. But like, I think for someone who didn't really care about Black Widow, this trailer makes you think, okay, it's going to be a lot more action-packed. Maybe I want to watch it now. So, films like this that are maybe going a bit under the radar, they should boost it up with a few more trailers and a few more bits. But, um, yeah, man, I think it's going to be good. Like, Black Widow's is a good character but for someone who's so vulnerable she's not seen as that vulnerable throughout the series mm. so maybe she will be more so now she's with air, air quotes her family
0: so mm. i wonder if um we'll see florence pew as as a black widow kind of I you know, in the mcu moving forward well
2: isn't there the thing that, I don't know if we discussed it last week, but the Young Avengers, they're getting mm. to make the Young Avengers, aren't they? Yeah,
1: yeah I think so. That's what people were saying, yeah.
2: The Black Widow film with uh, potentially Miles Morales, um, who the other what? characters?
1: Wanda's Children.
2: Wanda's Children, yeah. And then also, um, Nova apparently is coming into it, um... Which is then? I like
0: Florence Pugh's a little old to be a cast
1: as a young Avenger. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. she's
2: like an adult guiding them through it.
1: She's got to get someone to guide her through it first.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe this, maybe this is the film that preempts her. Because remember, this this film is technically set like seven, eight years before our current events. Yeah. So, we'll have a lot of growing up doing that time. Mm. But I'm trying to think who else there. And then if they bring Nova into it, that throws a, a bit of a <clears throat> curveball, doesn't it? Oh my god, losing my voice as I'm talking. <clears throat> that throws a bit of a curveball, doesn't it? Because wasn't oh no, Nova wasn't meant to be. Who was the bad guy who was introduced in Captain in in uh, Guardians oh, of the Galaxy Two? Adam
1: War- Adam Warlock.
0: Adam Warlock. I hope they continue with that because that was a.
1: I don't think they will.
0: <laughs> no, I... no, I don't think so either, but. Apparently he was meant to be like key in like the
2: following films and then they just decided against it. Mm. <laughs> not I, reckon, I reckon if he gets introduced, he'll be introduced in Guardians of the Galaxy 4. 4? Oh.
1: I'm not even
0: sure I'm going to get that. Sorry. Sorry. Um,
1: just to quickly, um, if I can, give my thoughts on the trailers and stuff. Yeah. Um, do you know what? I think this is a... like spot Surprisingly for me, because I'm not a massive Black Widow fan, Like, I like her, but they haven't given her anywhere near as much shine as she probably should have done um, over the past 12 years, or however many years it's been. Um, this film should have come, I think we've said ages ago, this film should have come years ago, like they should have put this film out so, so, so long ago. Um, I like it, I like the vibe, um, it seems very like Winter Soldier-ish to me, I thought it was going to be a lot of like uh, fight coordination, like stunts and stuff like that, like a lot of um, at least trying to be like, like practical fighting, everything's pretty cool. Um, I think I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you even remember, but I feel like every trailer for this film has been good. Like mm-hmm. I haven't watched one trailer for. Oh yeah, I don't care about the film. Like every every trailer I thought is made me think, okay, I actually want to watch this. I don't know if you. Yeah,
2: I, I just I just think this one has been more action packed, so it's, I feel like it, the the lure to go and watch it is more so on this one. But mm-hmm. I do agree, I think it's done well on
1: the trailers. Mm. And but, because there's been, I feel like there's been like at least four maybe four three maybe four trailers for this so it makes me wonder like i hope you guys kind of like leave some of the story beats in the film like don't show us every little you know uh what every category of film is going to be about do you know what i mean um, yeah i think i think i
0: recognize quite a lot in this trailer though from okay. previous trailers okay I, I think it's probably because it's been delayed three times that are mm. like hey we need to remind people yeah. to like i've <laughs>
1: watched this film yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah but i'm i'm Quietly looking forward to this film, and it might just be because we haven't got an MCU film in bloody ages. Um, but I think this film's going to be going to surprise a lot of people. Um, and yeah, I just think it's. A, I think it's a shame that it's coming out in the time period that it's coming out because I think it would have been successful if they put it, it if they brought it out after Civil War, for example. Um, I think which I think is a set between Civil War and Infinity War, or yeah. like if they brought so if they brought it out in like twenty seventeen. I thought like this film would have been really, really successful. But yeah. Yeah. I look forward to it. I
0: agree with you. Um, I want to ask a non-Marvel super uh, loaded How dare
1: question. you? <laughs> You're not allowed enough. to ask non Marvel questions. It's still superheroes, but it's a non-Marvel. What oh, okay. like a loaded question. Got um Can you I'm ask you, Glenn, drink... quickly, sorry, sorry sorry. What's the difference between a loaded question and a leading question? Uh I guess a leading question
0: is sort of like basically leading you to a specific answer. A loaded question is when I've clearly got an agenda. (laughs) Okay, okay. okay. All right, cool. Sorry, continue. Um, But yeah, so considering there was, I think, four years of fan hype of Restore the Snyder Cut, Mm -hmm. um, and it has been two, three weeks since Justice League came out, I feel like it came and went with an initial... Um, you know, oh my god, amazing. And yes. the kind of chatter about it has just fallen off a cliff.
1: Um, It's weird because I agree the chatter has lessened, but I still get, <laughs> I still see the restore snor- the, the Snyderverse at least five, six times on my Twitter, like daily. So um, it might just be the my, people that I follow.
2: Uh, did, did you just mention the thing about what Drake, Dwayne Johnson said? No. Oh, Apparently, there's like something, like obviously it's just speculation, but there's something in like Dwayne Johnson's contract in terms of Black Adam. Is it Black Adam? Mm-hmm. Where he has something in the contract stipulating a certain part. Certain, I I, basically, there's something that he can do, which would then mean that in order to get a second film out of him, they would need to have the cast from the previous films come into it, because I think his script for Black Adam 2 is him versus the current establishment of the Justice League. And he Did he write that, the script? I think it's him writing the script, or him no. having part of writing the script or something. No. I don't know, you might it <laughs> online, but I read something about no. he might have some uh, prompt to get them to continue with the current Schneiderverse. But I believe that Schneider himself has
1: it come out has come out saying that there won't be. What's well, the thing? The, the head of um, the head of DC, uh, who had the, or and something, or maybe HBO Max. I don't know. But she basically said like, yeah, this is it. Like, this is all you got to get Like, there's not going to be any Snyder. Da 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 da. So I think that kind of like deflated everyone because everyone thought, oh yeah, uh, the films come out now, people will like it, critics are even saying it's decent, like or decent to good. That means they're gonna you know give us more of what we want and then. <laughs> Head of DC just said, yeah, nah, this is it, guys, so, so apologies. Yeah, really. but
0: they also said in 2019 that there would not be a Snyder Cut.
1: That is very true. That is yeah. very, very true. They,
2: well, I don't know what I expected. They but... did have a, lock, have a lockdown of people complaining 24-7, so... Mm.
1: What's well, the thing? DC are kind of... They're doing some, some very, very questionable things, so, like, obviously they had their, their original slate for films, which I'm sure we've talked about in the past, like, when it was going to bring out like, Cyborg, Flash, Green and all that shit. And then obviously none of that happened. And then they just start bringing out films on a random one. And then they say they're going to bring out like the Trench film and New Gods. And those are both cancelled now.
2: Sorry?
1: They cancelled the Trench and New Gods? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they both, just last week they said those are cancelled now. So it's very much like um, it's very hard to know where you, as a fan, it's very hard to know where you stand with DC. Um, So yeah. It's, I, I do agree that the 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 Snyder Cut hype has has died down a bit, um, which is a shame because, well, it's not a shame really, is it? Because I like I got what I wanted. I just wanted to see the fucking thing. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I've seen it now, so you know I'm not too disappointed. Mm.
2: mate, I was just looking up um the Wonder Woman two ratings mate, it did
1: not do very well, did it, on IMDb or on tomorrow? Yeah, no, it did, did horribly. But, um, quickly, so I just wanted to say, this is like a I feel like a sly, sly agenda. Um, I don't know who released the stats, but you know how they said, um, I think, they you said 36%, only 36% of people finished the Snyder Cut, right? Yeah, that was what I read. Okay, I'm, I'm curious to see to know, one, who released that info, I'm assuming it's HBO or, or Warner Brothers, and two, I'd have to know the statistics for fucking Wonder Woman, because that film was two and a half hours long, and that film was shit so I'd like to know how many people actually finished that film for, for a start, but I feel like there's a very sly agenda from people at WB to kind of say, like, yeah, let's convince people that this film's not been very successful, da So I,
0: I saw it on Screen Rant, um, so I think it's mostly America, but 1.6, sorry, 1.8 million households watched Justice League mm. in the US, but only one-third of those viewers finished the film.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, but but you told me that, you you literally told me that stat, or us that stat, like, was it like a, a few days after it came out? You told us that on the Sunday, and we watched it on the Friday, right?
0: Oh, I only told, I only said that stat last week. Last
2: mm. oh, week, okay. Yeah,
0: but well, okay. I mean,
2: it, you know. That, that, that article didn't come out the day before we had the pod, did it? So I'm assuming that article came out, like, a week after the film got released right 24th
0: of March so yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean yeah, yeah there's, there's but, a so, lot of so things you can refer- I think a
2: l- I was going to say a lot of people are just watching it when they can like I'm pretty sure like one of uh, I can't remember who our mates did I'm pretty sure one of our mates started it when it came out from, and only just finished it like last week so like I feel like there is an agenda like Obi saying because you've got to give something longer than, than a week to Pull
1: out
0: stats like that, surely. Mm. Yeah, I, I know. I think. I think well, there's definitely a, an agenda or misrepresentation of that because, yeah, I mean, there are six chapters to this film. So, you know, if you watch one chapter a day, then you know your your viewing figures are, are going to reflect. I mean, you know, not entirely accurate, but mm. yeah, um, I take point um so what have we been watching this is a sort of open floor which we've not done for a while yeah. um chris is there anything particular that you want to chat about um
2: um um well i hasn't watched line of duty so i will not say anything about
1: that um Unless you have
0: now, I hope. No. I'm pretty sure you were only on, like, Series 1 or 2, though, weren't you, A B? Yeah, but... I've, I've only watched Series 1. Okay. But
2: they're all linked, so if I say something about Season 6, then it spoils it a little bit. Well, does so it? Mm, probably that's not to say anything. think. Um, I mean, i finished watching the first series of 24. That's a banger. That's always a good one.
0: <laughs> um, Is that on Disney Plus? Yeah.
1: You?
0: Oh. Okay, I need to make more of my subscription for that. Uh, give honest,
2: give love, give love it to a try. Okay. Uh, like twenty four, right? Like I love twenty four, but it did take me a while to start watching it. Like back in the day, because I think the first few episodes it is a, it's a bit of a slow starter in terms of getting to getting to know and love Jack Bauer. Mm. Um, but that like, season one is a flipping banger. It is a banger. Like I forgot how much of a banger it is, and then the start of season two is a banger as well. Mm. Uh, but um, I don't really know what else to say about it. Really, I think no. that's a series you should watch, Glenn. But I don't think you're going to put the time of. It's not 24 hours, but it is pretty mm. much 45 minute episodes, 24 episodes.
0: So I
2: mean,
0: pretty much there, 24. Are there quite a lot of filler
1: episodes?
2: Um,
1: I'll say I guess. most episodes are pretty meaningful.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, they all have, like, there's always a reason as to why they're doing stuff.
1: Yeah.
2: Whether it's the correct reason or not, that's questionable. But there's always a reason why they're doing something. And then there's, like, subplots as well. Uh, Like, in season one, there's a subplot to do with the president. There's, like, three subplots to do with, like, the president's personal life,
1: which... Shout out the first black president of the United States. I can't really fucking name. In it, in it... (laughs) no Palmer President Palmer yeah that's my guy man love
2: that guy Um, like he's got three like subplots to his story which are neither here nor there to the to the the actual arc of the main 24 storyline but like it's still interesting like because if you think that maybe these things could happen behind closed doors it's not any political show really like when you watch House of Cards is it is it as dodgy as they let it let it all out to be like where they're like blackmailing each other giving them each other favors and all this shit um but uh, honestly it's a quality series uh i can't remember there's a series that's not great in it but i can't remember which one it is i'm pretty sure the absolute banger of a series is series five. Ooh. shout
1: out edgar RIP man RIP. In
2: oh mate that is right <laughs>
0: It is a series that I'm meaning to watch and it is more appealing knowing that it's finished Mm. because like, if you just, you know, like your CW shows that you started back in like 2004 and you thought, oh, maybe they'll do three (laughs) series of each and you're like series 27 of The Flash and guess who's back? It's reverse, reverse Flash. It's like, oh, great. But, um, so like I'm halfway through Homeland, as in halfway through the whole thing, Mm. um, and that that is it did dip. A, season three is less good than the first two seasons but it's picking back up again in season four so okay. but i know that it's only eight seasons long so if there's you know you know a few kind of dull episodes it's like oh well i haven't got and there's there are only 12 episode seasons so mm. it's it's kind of a lot shorter than kind of you know 24 seasons of 24 episodes, or whatever. yeah, you just think, Oh my god, how am I ever gonna get through that? Um, but yeah, I, I really think that both of you will enjoy Homeland purely for the political kind of um, sh- I, I, I remember
2: when I watched season one, I, I remember when I watched season one like two years ago, like or wh- whenever it was, like it's a good series, a bit long in places, but it's a good series. I remember it being good, but yeah. like. I I mean, it's like the fate. Like when you know something's got an ending, it kind of allows you to propel through it a bit faster. But also on the flip side, knowing it has eight seasons makes me think this has got to be engaging for at least seventy-five percent of it. Otherwise, I'm gonna just stop. Yeah,
0: but I mean, it does switch up like what it's about. So it follows the main. I mean, thus far has followed the the main CIA agent Carrie Matheson, but. The people around her, you know, come and go. So it's it's not as if all eight seasons are based on one event. Um, yeah. So the first two are, are basically the same thing, but it is very intriguing. Um, and the first two seasons, pretty much every episode is like a cliffhanger, and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> want to carry on. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, another good thing about knowing it's finished is if you if you're really invested in it and you binge it. And then you've got to wait a year or because of COVID two years for a series, you'd mm. just be like
1: really frustrated. So that happened to me with Agents and Shield. I binged the whole first six seasons and I had to wait week to week for it. season seven, I was like, oh, it's just torture. It, it, honestly,
2: honestly, I was blessed that it all came out because there was one. Was it? Was it the last series? It was good, mm. but it wasn't. It wasn't their best,
1: mm.
2: if I remember correctly. Mm. But their, their last series. Also throws like like what we've already discussed that like, it does throw the whole context of the quantum realm out of whack a little bit. The rest,
1: the... Well, I think they kind of well, not I, I think people um have kind of like said that ages from like I don't know season five onwards, Ages of shield and the MCU are kind of like separate, not connected to each other kind of thing. Yeah, which and is a
2: like shame.
1: the meeting. <laughs> yeah, which is a shame because you know it could lead they if they did. If they hadn't made it like lead into each other it would have been very sick, but they can do um,
0: the MCU shows. What have you been
1: watching, O B? Um so uh what have I been watching? I've been watching the expanse uh, on Amazon Prime. Um because I keep hearing about how good the show is and um so I thought I'd give it a try. Uh it's got five seasons on it. Um apparently season one is the um the least good season, if that makes sense. Um, really? cut- that's interesting. Yeah, so apparently it gets better and better as it goes along. Um, so it's kind of like a space—they uh, uh, call it space opera. Is that what they call it? Is that a thing. Space
0: okay, opera? yeah. That's
1: what Star Wars is. That's what. Yeah, it's, you know, so it's like a Star Wars, Star Trek kind of vibe, but then they're adding like um, like Earth politics in it as well. Um, so just give you a, like a quick little. Have of you watched it? So, I, I feel like I it. might have watched episode one. Has it got Halle Berry in? no <laughs> okay no i think that's I called think. i think that's called something like expansion maybe or something oh like that. okay no yeah, i've think... seen it then <laughs> okay um but no so like the basic premise of it is set in like the 23rd century um earth has expanded into like a galactic empire and now there there's people on mars and there's people on the asteroid belt those people are called belters um and basically um the belters have like a uh they're basically treating this, they think they're treating this second-class citizens, like they don't have as much access to water as people on Mars and Earth and blah, blah, blah. They basically have, like, um, a lot of social activists. And it's kind of like, so, like, it's uh, space missions mixed in with, like, political agendas and um, stuff like that as well. So the first couple episodes, I think this this is a weird, it's a weird series that I feel like, I think you need to binge it. Um in order to appreciate it more because what I did is I watched like the first episode or the first two episodes then I didn't watch it for ages and then I come back and watch like three, four, five and then I didn't watch it for ages and then watch the rest of it like in the last few days and basically they throw so much information at you in the first one or two episodes and then you come back to, if you come back to it a few, like a week later or two weeks later and they'll be saying stuff and they'll be saying names of ships and names of political groups and stuff like that and I'm like what the who is that and what is going on what happened before and you're like it's very. you have to very much um, there's a lot of shit to remember basically and I think they don't um, the people who write it they don't like um, what's the word they don't like walk you through stuff so they kind of just like lay the information out there and say yes this is the information we're not going to explain <laughs> this for you anymore <laughs> apart from the little bit we explained here and then they carry on moving on to the next thing which I think is alright um, but yeah sometimes I do need I've done like uh, recaps before I've watched the next episode because I, like, I need to remember what actually is happening um, but I found that I enjoyed it more when I watched like two, three, two or three episodes in a row. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's a solid watch if you're looking for something um, that's like a bit of sci fi and a bit of maybe political thriller mixed in together. I think it's definitely a good watch. Um, but yeah, I've only watched the first season and I would probably I rate it. I'll say it's pretty good. Um, but I'm looking forward, to, I'm hoping that it gets better from here. Because I think if this is the level that it's at for the whole five seasons that it's out, I wouldn't love it. But um, yeah, it's a, okay. it's a decent show. The uh, Halle Berry one's called Expanse.
0: Expanse, yeah. So, it's yeah, no, not Expanse, but okay. Well, that's cool. I feel like we, we need more um, easy watch because Brooklyn Nine mm. Nine came out on like oh, God, Monday, and I've already finished it. Uh, no, uh, honestly, there's only thirteen episodes in this season.
2: I know. And because it got can put because it got cancelled and then it got taken over by someone else. That's why less episodes.
0: But the last episode doesn't feel like a last episode. I sort of watched it and I was like, "Where's the continue?" What
1: well, happened? I think it? he get, he, get, he gave birth to yeah they had the child right? Is that the last? Yeah. Episode?
0: yeah, yeah. Just felt. I mean, that's obviously a big thing, but Then it just sort of ended. And I was yeah. like, I was, I was like, okay, well, where's the next episode? <laughs> but it's I mean, so, it's like, uh, that's so,
1: up there with me. It's up there. And, I, I think it comp-
0: just Captain Holt is just. The funniest <laughs> character Like there's a Episode where like Terry's flexing his pecs And he's like Oh I'd do this But you could do it Of your brain And Captain Holt's like You're describing an aneurysm <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> I was laughing.
2: Honestly Like I'm a bit gutted That it's going to finish
1: On season 8 yeah. I actually am I actually am Like I feel like It's, really, it's how I felt About Nugo as well I don't know if you Watch, if you, if you watch Nugo oh, you sort of... Yeah But I was
2: saying about New Girl the other day. Like, obviously, TikTok, right? And the guy who plays Nick was Mm -hmm. doing, like, I don't know if he was doing a TikTok live or or just some random person had posted about one of his interviews. And someone was like, so why wasn't there another season? He was like, they basically just fired us. One day they were like, we're not doing this anymore. And that was it. And that was the end of the series.
1: To be fair, like... um... Yeah, it, it, it felt that way, the way the last season kind of panned out because in the last season they kind of did like a little fast forward and then they kind of just tried to round out everybody's stories. So it felt like a very, like, um, we need to wrap this show up kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah it, it didn't feel like a very, um, what's the word? Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But it didn't feel like a very, like the ending came naturally. It felt like very forced. Um, which is a shame. Like, I again, that's another, it had, I think that season only had like, eight episodes or something like that, like, it was really, really
0: short.
1: Yeah, it was really short.
0: That Brooklyn Nine-Nine and New Girl crossover was awful. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, Oh, absolutely terrible.
1: No point in it whatsoever. Which is a shame, because, like, you know, like, the two shows, I think, like, in in terms of, like, new age sitcoms, like, in our our, uh, generation, I would say those two are definitely up there for me in, like, my top five, probably. Like, and it's a shame because like, <laughs> like two shows that individually are so like funny and so like refreshing <laughs> they come together and it was very very bland and it mm. wasn't it was barely a crossover like very barely like you know it's a shame but no but, but anyway yeah, Brooklyn nine, nine great sitcom I'm, I love it
2: found another good sitcom series is uh, Modern Family
1: oh yeah Modern
0: is great yeah I've finished all that out so I was
2: gonna say think... yeah, was going where's the other series it's not on it's not on Disney is it
1: no. no This one Well I think it's still In syndication on Sky So I imagine Maybe it's got to come out Of S- oh, Sky first I think yeah.
2: Oh an- Another good uh, Funny series Is Superstore
1: Is that good? I
2: actually
0: Really?
2: you all right. It's actually quite funny yeah. it used- used This to one
0: see- was, um, Sorry go on. I used to see Like the odd clip of it Because it was always on E4 before Made in Chelsea And I just ne- I never laughed at it, but maybe because it wasn't I wasn't getting like the jokes and stuff. But you know
2: what? Like I don't know if there's many like ha 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 laugh out loud moments, but they're I think it's just quite an easy watch. Mm. Um, oh, is there funny? Like <laughs> I, do, I I I quite liked it. I quite liked it. Um, I'm I actually gutted that. Mm. Like I'm actually c am actually quite shocked that they kept, they've cancelled it and there's like only one more series left of it. But it's on, on Netflix, right? Yeah, it is on season six five. What? Oh,
0: yeah. I, I read that two. I read that they've um renewed Young Sheldon for like another four seasons. Mate.
2: Jesus that fangs you know like people will love that show. i only
1: it, watched good? one episode. It's
2: alright. It's alright. It's good. It has funny bits, like yeah. What's that other show that came out on E4 that everyone used to love? Um,
1: Goldberg,
2: The saying?
1: Goldberg. I feel like, don't you guys feel like it's so easy for some shows to get seasons? Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I feel like some shows that have, like, more potential than shows like fucking Young Sheldon, like, they only get, like, one, canceling off to one season kind of thing, but they only get a couple seasons. And then Young Sheldon just, like... No one I know watches Young Sheldon, and it's got four seasons already. And yeah, but it's it's more American, though. I guess. But you know, say Americans for you. But I guess if it's
0: quite low budget, you know, it doesn't have to cost loads. Mm. Then you could just whack them out. Whereas if you've got something like Daredevil, which you know, quite, quite a lot of cost involved in that, then you know maybe have quite as broad as the young Sheldon probably appeals to quite a lot of people but yeah I, I don't well I'll
2: be honest young Sheldon does
0: cost
2: quite a lot of money to get uh, old Sheldon to like voice over
0: yeah no fair enough um yeah I mean people just they've ridden that big bang theory wave very well so Kind of props to them for that, I guess. But oh, he yeah, was in
1: uh, never... Big Little Lies. Mm. Sorry, the kid who plays Sheldon, is in, is the uh, the little boy who everyone thinks is a weirdo in Big Little Lies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: the the young one's kid. Yeah. What's the kid's what's is um, Ziggy. Shailene Woodley. That's, That's the, the one. Actresses. Yeah. Um. Talking of TV shows, I know you only watched one episode, Chris, but um, there was a a lot of hype around Behind Her Eyes, um, back in February or something. um, so that's uh basically a a supernatural psychological thriller uh, drama, um, uh based on a book by Sarah Pinborough about a uh, woman called Louise who works at, as a receptionist at a therapist office. Uh, the therapist is called David and they sort of begin an affair even though she knows he's married and she also then becomes friends with his wife called Adele who <laughs> is a bit odd and uh, so it, so sort nice. of <laughs> it sort of leads you to believe that David is really controlling and sort of emotionally abusive. So you see two different sides of him. Like when he's with Adele he's shitty. And when he's uh Louise he he's he's quite, you know, charming and, and um yeah, it sort of develops so Louise is this kind of conduit between the two and and is trying to help Adele kind of get out of this relationship but also is continuing to be with David. Um so usual sort of like, you know, Cheating scandal, but then it sort of flips into, um, like supernatural bullshit, supernatural, what do they call it, astral projection or something, where they like it's called bollocks, but yeah. <laughs> they sort of like picture a door and then can kind of walk through it and then they can see what the other people are doing. Like, mm-hmm. so I mean, Chris, do you mind if we talk about what happens at the end?
2: Talk so, about uh, as much as you like,
1: okay, so quickly! Sorry, the sorry, Glenn, quickly! Before you go, um, have you you read the book, haven't you? I did, yeah. Do you prefer?
0: Is the book better than the series? Um, I would say not because I think the way that it they, they do the kind of astral projection makes a little bit more sense, whereas in the book, like the ending, I was like, nah, mm. I was like, I'm not having that. <clears throat> I was fuming. I thought, I felt like the rug had been. <laughs> not even the rug had been pulled from under my eyes as if they just tried to throw a rug over me at the end and I was just like, <laughs> no, you've not earned that ending. So throughout the series um, and it's the same in the book, you get flashbacks to Adele that she was in some sort of um, facility, rehab facility um, where uh, so she she had been involved in a fire and her wealthy family had died and she'd survived um, and there was, you know, I think I don't quite know if she was a drug user, but she was in there anyway with drug users. And she meets this guy called Rob. Uh Rob is you know, they're like best mates in a platonic relationship. Um and he's from like rough kind of train spot in Glasgow and Glasgow. Cool. Glasgow. And um she's well to do. So but yeah, so she's always talking about how like David's gonna save her and anyway, it sort of the last couple of episodes merges so Adele has been spying on Louise and David through her weird astral projection uh, and knows that they're cheating on each other. Um and she sort of confronts Louise about this and it's revealed that she can basically switch consciousness with mm. people. So if you when you astral project, she can then inhabit someone else's body, uh which she does to Louise. Uh but then you find out in the last episode, that actually the Adele we've been seeing the whole time was not Adele but actually Rob. Rob had learned how to do this and was so jealous of uh, um, Adele and David in particular and he loved David um, that he wanted him to hold After himself. He, he met David once, but cool. Yeah, I'll come on to that. That's my problem <laughs> with it. So, yeah, he kills Adele. Um, no, they actual project. He projects himself into Adele, kills Rob or his body and then by the end of the series is now in Louise. Um, <laughs> and yeah. Louise has got a kid by the way <laughs> who caught
1: straight away yeah. <laughs> and is like you're not my mother.
0: You ain't my mother.
1: Yes I what, am. What to Kat and Zoe man. Fucking <laughs> hell. So, that episode was a million times better than anything in this series just putting that out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so it's a bit of a matter, but yeah, um, it certainly got a reaction on Twitter Ooh. and on social media. Um, so,
1: Obi, tell, tell me your thoughts. OK, um, it's not a bad show. Uh, I enjoyed parts of it. Um, I do think this show is, should be branded as false advertising because it was it was branded as a thriller. Um, for me, there was no thrill in this whatsoever. Um, it's much more to me of a drama, a supernatural drama at that, Um, I didn't get any sense of like I don't know, I feel like with a thriller there should be like a sense of like impending doom or a sense of like something, something ride. like, do you know what I mean, I didn't really get that feeling throughout watching the series it was kind of just like, I don't know, I felt like I should have been like scared for some of the characters at some point, which I wasn't really at any point to be honest with you, Um, so yeah at that point, in that that sense I think it lacked, Um, but that's because I think I wasn't expecting what I saw, but not in a good way. Um, it, that The ending, to be fair, is completely not predictable. Like um, I could not predict that as long as I had lived, um, but that was how it was going to go. I did have an inkling that maybe that uh, Rob was falling in love with David, fair enough, but I thought maybe he was going to, I don't know, he was going to try and kill, I thought he was going to try and kill Adele, and then saying, oh, because oh, he went and David and David comes along and they both kill Rob or something like that. Um, That's what I thought was going to happen. Obviously, that wasn't the case. Uh, I think this series kind of the moral of like, fade, wasn't it, like Aesop's Fade The Moral of the story is mind your fucking business, Louise. Um, your friend told you multiple times. This what wife... Anyway, you know, what? <laughs> when people give you advice, yeah, listen to them, innit? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Don't moan about your problems to your friend and the per- your friend gives you advice and you just ignore the advice and do whatever you want to anyway. Fucking idiot. No, you're something marvellous. Dickhead. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she should have minded her, her business in the first place. Stuck her, stuck her nose in someone else's business then carried on to do it. To be honest, what she was doing was 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 very uh, very uh fucked up, I thought. Very devious. Like, yeah. che- cheating on a, so- no, cheating on someone. No, having affair with someone knowing they're married and then you're friends with the wife. That's nuts. But anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, but the series as a whole is fine. Like, um, I didn't hate it, didn't love it. Uh, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about it to be honest with you. I feel
0: Ooh. like
1: uh, if it was just sort of like a
0: a, a normal earthbound drama mm. between like you know a woman who falls in love with a man but also really likes her friend, like that mm. is that's like interesting in and of itself. This whole supernatural yeah. element just yeah. <laughs> so. Weird. It's and nonsense. It just, it just felt so kind of. It, un, I mean, it is unrealistic, obviously. But this but is the thing.
1: If, if it, I knew that was what I was getting myself in for, then I would be like, okay, cool. But in fact, it just comes, like you say, it starts off as a very normal, like drama, and then just evolves into the superhero stuff, yeah. which was just it doesn't mean evolve. It just kind of, they just kind of introduce it, and it's just. I just think it was so
0: dumb. But. It's very matter of fact, as if mm. like yes, any, like you know, you or I could. Learn how to do this. It's like no, and uh, you alluded to it earlier, but the ending I don't think is earned because you've got, you know, several scenes of Rob and Adele um, together. They're obviously like best mates. They love each other in like a platonic way, Mm. and then within a day of meeting David, Mm. he's willing to kill his best friend Mm. to have that life. A life which, in the quote-unquote present, is not really worth it's having. Fucking miserable, bruv.
1: They're yeah. both miserable.
0: So I was just like, that came out such left field. Literally, I was just like, it was not necessary. Mm-hmm. It would have made more sense if Adele was, you know, on in of her own volition a bit, kind of cuckoo and yeah, you know. But yeah, I mean, people saying, oh. Great twist ending it's Not a great twist uh, it's ending. Not, it's a
1: twist, but it's yeah. not, not a good one. It's like fucking like M Night Shyamalan, what it was called. It was called. Exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> twist, he's probably twist, watching twist,
1: this. he's probably watched this and was like, "Shit, why didn't I think of that?" Exactly. Like, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I, to be honest, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend that series to anybody. I'm being totally honest. I, I agree. Um, um, any any
0: films? that you've watched recently either of you that you want to talk about that we haven't
1: necessarily all watched Chris you want to say anything I haven't spoken in a little bit if you know
2: (laughs) I'm here Uh, what what, 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 about something else or about what you just spoke about films no 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 anything else um guess we could talk about the flight attendant okay uh, I've only watched it one episode. Uh, it's the woman from Big Bang Theory, Kaylee, Koo Koo How do you pronounce her surname? Uh, um, basically she is a flight attendant. On or off time, she likes to get very drunk, enjoy her life. Uh, depicted as she likes to sleep with different people. Blah blah blah. Uh, she meets a guy on a flight. He's an attractive gentleman. They flirt. Did they do something in the bathroom? I kind of went out the room at that point. Um, then he basically offers to take on a date. Go on a date. Uh She wakes up in the morning and his throat is slit in the bed. Uh-huh. And he's like, what the fuck? What happened? She then decides, instead of... The authorities she will clear the crime scene of any glass and her blood she does that and she basically then ha- proceeds to have uh ongoing panic attacks uh visions of what happened as she tries to get her flight home um she is then at the end of this episode um she is then questioned by police because police have realized the, the gentleman is dead And that he was on board their flight. And she proceeds to have these, like, I would call them visions, where she recollects stuff that happened the previous night. So far, she's had a blackout. But during these recollections, she realises snippets of information. And during the last snippet of information, vision or snippet of information we get, is that there was a third person there during their drinks. And that's the... Is it cliffhanger ends at the end of the episode? Really?
0: Okay, sounds intriguing. I it think is,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's intriguing. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm interested to know more. Um. Uh, I hope current, as things currently stand, I hope it doesn't go further than a series. Mm. Uh, however, knowing these things and how well they continue, it probably will go on for about ten. So, yeah. <laughs> It's a good series. I'd recommend it as far as is she I've Is
0: she presented as like a fan for Tau, as in like she possibly seduces man to kill him, or no. is it like she's being framed sort of thing? It is, it's
2: like she's being framed. Oh, okay.
0: Mm. okay. Interesting.
1: She's yeah. um,
2: oh, like, good... like a happy go lucky character.
1: Okay. Yeah. She's basically Penny from Big Bang <laughs> Yeah,
2: Yes, she is, yeah. Penny without the Leonard. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a good yeah. show. I think it says it's a comedy drama. Is it particularly funny?
2: Um, uh, there's a bit of banter in the first
1: episode. I don't think it's that funny. Okay, Absolutely.
0: have you seen you seen it then? I've watched it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I think it's on um uh by what do you call it now TV so. Mm. They're just gonna take, keep taking money from me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I will watch it eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched on Disney Star probably the most macho testosterone fueled film that you could possibly imagine. Um, it's called Con Air. It's from 1997 and it's a action thriller. Um, essentially, it's a load of convicts are being transported from one area of the country to another by plane. Um and all of these like awful kind of rapists, murderers and people like that are all sitting in one plane, um, alongside uh Nicolas Cage, who was a ex Marine who was imprisoned for accidentally killing someone when he was protecting his good American wife and his good American family. So he's very like you know, you got to root for him. He's the good guy. He just was, you know, in the wrong place. Um, so it's got him, Nick Cage, John Cushack, John Markovic, Steve Buscemi, Ving Rhames, um, Michael Letty, Williamson, Dave Chappelle, Danny Trejo. Like, it's a starry cast, and they're all, like, on the roids. They're all kind of pumped up, you know. Um, and basically, I mean, within about five seconds of the plane taking off, there like shit goes to it just goes to shit and uh then the cons take over and Nick Cage has got to get back to his family and he has some awful kind of cheesy lines in it but it's a very entertaining film um that's i mean there's not much more to say other than that it literally is fairly decent action sequences some pretty terrible dialogue but mm. everyone's having a great time Um, explosions punching each other and Ooh. yeah it's it's just full-on 90s action macho hyper masculinity toxic masculinity um, at its absolute finest um, and yeah I think it's quite entertaining I think I would suggest if you want a bit of Dumb action then, then definitely Watch Con Air
1: mm. Yeah I've been Recommended it So by people So I might give it a, Give it a chance How long is it? I mean It's two hours Okay that's cool
0: it, It's pretty much All action mm. um, And it I mean How Nick Cage Keeps getting Acting jobs <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage beyond on me I mean he He comes he from He's awesome He's awesome He's got his niche.
1: <laughs> I love Nicholas Coach.
0: Yeah, but he's not a good actor. Fair enough. He's actually won an Academy Award, which is crazy. Respect. Uh, but Mate, I mean, it's not like crazy, the
2: range of different films that man has done. It does not surprise me. He has won an not. Academy
1: Award. He's kind of like Samuel Jackson in a way that he just kind of does like any film. I feel like he just does any film that's proposed to him. He's just, "Yeah, fuck it, let's do this film." Yeah. <laughs> The greatest
2: depiction of Nicolas Cage is when, uh, was it community? Where I Harvest... knew you were going to say that. I knew <laughs> <laughs> it. It is, though, like, they're, 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 like, tasked with, like, doing, doing, like, a celebrity <laughs> analysis. And I think the professor's like, do not do Nicolas Cage. He's impossible to analyze. Yeah. And then it drives, <laughs> it drives the character who's doing it, and like, mad because he can't understand how he does.
1: So many different roles. Then yeah, so he goes on like a fat rat at the end. Yeah, you know, that <laughs> Cage. I think it's so funny. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I might give that a shot to be fair. It's entertaining. That I mean, yeah, you
0: you you won't come away being like, oh, that's you know a piece of cinematic history, but you'd be like, yeah, I I was entertained for a bit. But I mean, when your uncle is uh, Francis Ford Coppola then I think you you know there's a bit of nepotism going on. Like, oh, yeah. get my, get my nephew a, a, a you know a film role but when your uncle did Francis Ford Coppola, he did the um Godfather films and um
2: Oh right. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah he's a he's a pretty famous film director, but mostly from like the seventies and eighties and stuff. Mm. Um but he's so Nicolas Cage's cousin I think is Sophia Coppola who's a director um, she did I think The Bling Ring and um, I think she did Lost in Translation um, but yeah so awesome. it's a pretty prestigious family and mm. Nicholas Cage is probably <laughs> maybe the least talented but oh. I do. So his net worth is 25 million. How have you been working for like 40 years and that's only your yeah,
1: that's net worth? Barely, that's barely. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Either
0: he spunked it up the wall somewhere or he's yeah. got a terrible agent. No wonder yeah. he's taking any any job that comes now. He needs but... the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does, man. That's barely. How, how, would he, how, how can he live on 25 million? Poor bloke.
1: Oh, cool. Um, sorry, did you, are you going to... Anything else about Connor you wanted to keep going about? Oh, Oh no no. No? Huh? Um, no cool. Um I watched um Godzilla vs Kong. Oh uh, okay. Yeah. CGI Fuckfest. A, oh yeah, might. So this, the, to be fair, it was a very good CGI fuckfest, but a CGI fuckfest nonetheless. Um so yeah, this is obviously the sequel to Godzilla twenty fourteen, Kong Skull Island, and Godzilla King of the Monsters. Um this is the most Turn your brain off and try to enjoy two hours of absolute fucking nonsense film <laughs> I've possibly ever watched. Like, even more so than, like, the Fast and Furious films. Um, it's literally just like, I'm um, like, <laughs> things, because it's hard for me to kind of just not watch it and think, like, what? Like, what is, like, what are you doing? Why are you here? And just like, like, the, the, the fun bits of it, I, obviously, I, is the Kong, Kong facing Godzilla. Uh, is cool um, pretty much everything else around that I was just like oh this is fucking stupid and dumb and doesn't make sense and boring and why are you going here why are you doing this how is this even possible um, Godzilla literally blows a hole through one side of the earth to the middle of the earth <laughs> <laughs> what it is like it is crazy like, how I want am I going to Oh, you need to have a film
0: afterwards about how they rebuild shit. <laughs>
1: literally. Literally. But um they do they introduce like um a bit of lore, which I like. I think I enjoy the, the historical side of this more than the actual what's going on in the present, like how these beings come about and what they did before. Um yeah, that side of it is pretty cool. But yeah, the actual fighting side of it, I'm just like, oh my goodness, this is just crazy. Like if so, you go on.
0: I was gonna I was gonna ask like why are they fighting? What's the
1: purpose? So, it's a thing where I think uh, they kind of say in the film, they're just naturally adversaries, Um and it's a thing of, like, there can only be one king, so they both feel like they have to take the other one out so that they can be the one true leader of the monsters, you know? Okay. Um. So, yeah, like, oh, do you know what? I, oh, I think I want to say something, but I'll spoil it, so I don't I
0: mean, to... I'm happy for you to spoil it. I don't know about
1: Chris, Chris, are you going to watch Godzilla
2: v. Kong? I will, but, mate, you can honestly spoil it. Like, but, does, it, I, it, it doesn't
1: um, does it end conclusively? Um, it doesn't Does it end conclusively? Sorry,
2: Chris. It on. ends on some kind of cliffhanger where there's another monster that's going to be introduced at some other point.
1: Um, it doesn't, actually, which is a shame. Oh. Um, which is a shame. But um, So, basically, what I was going to say is, like, fucking, mate, Godzilla is on Kong's ass. this whole film. <laughs> Fucking hell, like he's getting, Kong's getting rinsed in this whole film, I felt really bad for him, <laughs> he was getting terrorised, that's basically what I wanted to say, like I felt bad for him, like cause Godzilla's just, how are you going to beat Godzilla, like he's literally a dragon who can spit fire or whatever the fuck got in his mouth, like it's long, but anyway, that was all I wanted to say, I just found it really funny, um, and they, basically the people, if any of you watched um, the previous one, Godzilla King of the Monsters, uh, Mini Bobby Brown was in that one, she's in this one as well, um, was she in this
2: one? Yeah, she was in the yeah 2019
1: one. Yeah, is uh um, Aaron Aaron Taylor Johnson in it? No, he's not. No, unfortunately.
2: that guy
1: just anymore. Well, I think he was supposed to be in this one, but I think I think I saw someone say like schedule. It. He was maybe filming something else, so he couldn't be in it or something like that.
2: Right.
1: Um, but yeah, which is a shame. But yeah, she's in it. Um, her character and her mate. Um, and the person who they meet up with, and is that their whole storyline is so dumb, and you could literally take the whole thing out of the film, and it wouldn't make a difference whatsoever. It was very very stupid, um, yeah, ridiculous. Um, and then they introduce, they kind of introduce a new monster, but um, it's like a, it, I, I won't say, I won't say what it is, but it's a, for me, it's a massive cop out, and I didn't like, I didn't like it when they introduced this new monster. Um, but, yeah, it's a solid popcorn flick. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, if it was out in the cinemas, I would say don't go and pay for it in the cinema. I'd say watch it at home. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's... For me, it's the... I've not seen Godzilla, but, so, for me, it's better than Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is rubbish, in my opinion. Um, but it's not as good as Kong Sky Island, which is all right, but not not great. So, yeah.
0: Do you think we're going to get to a point where these these sorts of films... Just won't have any, they won't bother with any human kind of subplot because they always try and anchor it. You know, Transformers, mm-hmm. the, the later ones, which are predominantly just robots punching each other, and even mm. Pacific Rim um, and this film, there's always some very poorly mm. fleshed out human subplot. And you just mm. sort of think, and most of the time, if it was removed, you wouldn't know any different. So, just, just, don't try and anchor us into the film. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to be like, oh, I wonder if I can relate to a scientist. No, just just have the monkey punch the reptile and get on with
1: it. I never agree. They could do it like, um, have you ever seen Look Who's Talking and Look Who's Talking Too? They could do it like that. Uh, what's his name? Oh, Bruce Willis is the voice of Kong or something like that. But anyway, if, you, if you've seen that film, you'd get that joke. Anyway. Um, Yeah, I think I completely agree with you about the human element of it. It's always dumb. And I never agree with the humans because the humans are always on the side of the monsters. Oh, like, oh, let them be and they were here first. So da 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 da. I'm always like, fuck that. Like, what the (laughs) hell? Like, so like the evil group in this, uh, in this, uh, film is called Apex and they're basically trying to find, trying to do something about Godzilla to combat Godzilla. And I'm like, yeah, I'm on their side because what if Godzilla just decides to fucking go rogue one day? Then what? (laughs) I'm all fucking dead if Godzilla decides yeah, he wants everyone to die we're all going to die do you know what I mean like, anyway uh, but yeah. Yeah, so I'm always an, I'm always against what the, whatever the humans are on like, it, it and that annoys me so yeah just take that out of the film let the monsters be able to talk and I'll just watch them do whatever they want for an hour and a half I was like yeah I, I mean that that the Godzilla film
0: both of them and this one just has not appealed to me in the slightest yeah. the Kong the Kong one was okay cause I thought that was alright yeah that, yeah that was that was an art film still not obviously that relatable but you know more of an interesting
1: story of this big game can you think of a film that integrates like so this is a film about like monsters I'm going to call them animals just because you know so like non-humans so like I was trying to think like what could they make do about these films to make them better I'm just thinking like what actual good uh, like monster or animal based films have we gotten the only one I can think of really is um, Planet of the Apes um Jurassic Park yeah. A couple of them are okay But as a whole I would, would put them in the same category As these monster films Like they're just You know Stupid films <laughs> <What> <laughs> I think
0: the first two Transformers films are good Um okay. Because you, you They can get...
1: speak though Yeah I think the, uh, thing, Which makes get... it a bit But,
0: but the other the, the rest of them are awful But Mm-mm. When you've got Shia LaBeouf's character Sam Witwicky Like he is literally the anchor into that film, and it's mostly about him and his relationships. And then and there's this like weird subplot with like the what do they call them the dark um, Decepticons. Decepticons yeah. Then by the time you get Mark Wahlberg in the films, it's it's oh I remember King Arthur was a fa- you know met Optimus Prime in like 904 A.D. and uh, mm. buried the sword of after Excalibur and actually it's it's double it just gets too complicated. It's like yeah. a man has a car, the car turns into a robot. Cool. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean I don't know. I, I guess you could are you counting kind of superhero
1: y kind of sci fi stuff or? Um No, well I'm not really I'm trying to think of I'm thinking of more like the Jurassic Worlds, the Pacific rims, you know, that sort of genre.
0: Yeah, but I feel like it's hard.
1: It's hard to pull it off. I think to like make it to the point where like it's really well liked. I suppose Jurassic Park. Everyone like loads of people love Jurassic Park, but I feel like that's more of a it was like revolutionary at the time rather than it actually being like a really good film. They
0: just need to do what they did with the Lion King and and just, you know know the kind of quote
1: unquote live action version of that. I mm.
0: don't have any humans. It's just animals
1: doing yeah. it out yeah what's been so like oh there's so there's a place in this film where there's like um in Godzilla and Kong where there's like bear of these animals like bear of like um these foreign uh creatures that we never seen I like, if they did a whole film set in that in that in that place i would probably be more interested in that than what i've what I've been watching for the past few years yeah agreed
0: um do you want to chat about concrete cowboy um yeah sure You said you had a few thoughts on that. So um, this is a Netflix film. Um, They picked up the rights after COVID delayed the premiere. Uh, Features Idris Elba and uh, Caleb McLaughlin from Stranger Things. Um, Basically, it's about a a kid who's sort of been causing too much trouble. So his mum sends him off to live with his estranged dad um, for the summer. And he... Well, his his dad's in in sort of like a a kind of cowboy kind of lifestyle. Um, Him and his mates have stables and horses in the middle of kind of Philadelphia. Um, And he learns that, you know, learns how to take responsibility and sort of, yeah, sort of um, enamors himself with that group, uh, Mm. trying to rebuild that relationship with his father. And then there's a subplot of one of his old mates, Smush, uh, who... Is sort of in some dodgy dealings and getting mm. on the wrong side of the law. Um, that's a quick summary. What did you think of it? You you recommended you, well, not necessarily recommended it. You suggested it for us to watch.
1: Yeah, um, I liked it. I didn't love it. Um, I think this film, have, have, this film has kind of like for me has like split personality disorder. Um, in the same way, I think like the Equalizer two. It's the first example that comes to my head. they were like in. There's two like main plots of the film like you like you just said just now, but I feel like it doesn't. This film doesn't lean hard enough into either into either aspect of it, um, and I think it suffers from that personally. Um, I think the cowboy stuff I think is actually potentially really really interesting because like they say, I think they, like they do a little uh, end credit scene where all like act, some of the people who act in the film are actually real life cowboys from the Fletcher Street uh, whatever whatever. And they were talking about how, um, oh yeah, people always think like there's no black cowboys or in Philly, in Philadelphia. There's no, there's no cowboys in Philadelphia. Blah, blah, blah. And I was exactly like that. I was like, what the fuck? Like, no, you know, I was like, one, there's no cowboys around in General <laughs> anymore. <laughs> definitely not in Philadelphia. Like, Philadelphia is like a metropolitan city, isn't it? Or something?
0: Yeah.
1: But, um, so yeah, I think they could have definitely leaned harder into. They did like a little bit, a little scene where they talk about the backstory of cowboys and da 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 da. I feel like they could have definitely leaned harder into that aspect of the story just to kind of like. Um, flesh out, you know, the culture of uh, being a cowboy in that area and, you know, like what leads into that and, you know, what comes out of that. I feel like that could have been done a lot better. Or they could have made this film about this boy's relationship solely, this boy's relationship, this uh, Cole's relationship with his father and his friend. I mean, they could have made the film solely about that and I would have been really interested in that. Or they could have made the film solely about the cowboy stuff, or I would have been really interested in that. But they tried to do both and I didn't think it really worked all that well. Um, Yeah, sorry to cut you off but I think that you know you're completely
0: right with that it literally there's barely any actual threading between the two like Mm. you'll have a scene of him um, Cole just mucking out the stables and then it will cut to him smoking weed with Smush, and then it will cut back to him you know trying to stand up on a horse and you're like there's no you know it's just very kind of the editing's quite uh, sharp. Mm. And, it's a um, first-time director, by the way. Oh, OK. Mm. Well, I wonder if it's a first-time editor. Um, mm. But I just think, you know, right at the beginning of the film, um, Harp, I think is just Elba's character's name, yeah. he says, you can't stay in this house if you're going to run around with Smush. Mm. And then he, for the rest of the film, he, around seems with a, he seems to be aware <laughs> of it. Yeah. It felt to me like that subplot with Smush and well, whatever he was doing, whether it was drugs or trainers or whatever, I couldn't quite tell. Mm. Um, it sort of felt like they they felt they needed to have that sort of gritty urban mm. kind of teen aspect to it, which mm. I don't think was that necessary, mm. because there's very little interplay between Cole and Harp, and I mean, there's one point, he's like, you're more of a father to everyone else than me, but it's like, yeah, well, you're not showing us have them have any interaction, yeah. and i by the end of it, I was like, I don't quite know why Cole is so, you know, emotionally tied to this this group, because you don't see much of that develop.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um yeah, especially like the thing with, with Cole and his dad, I was just like I feel like they shortchanged idris Elba. They didn't use idris Elba yeah. enough in this in this film. Like, I feel like he's barely in it. Like yeah. they don't show like as like you said, the thing about um Oh, the line where he says of more a father to everyone than me and I was like is he? I feel like all he did was make the stable for the guy in the wheelchair and then or oh, not the stable sorry the seat uh, for the guy in the wheelchair and that was it and from that you decided that he's a father to everybody <laughs> I was yeah. just like what? Those two needed more scenes together, they needed more conflict, some resolution like did he put food in the fridge for Cole? We'll never know Like, <laughs> I just thought it just was just lacking considering that was majority of what the film was about is supposed to be their relationship well I assume it's supposed to be about their relationship as well as like the cowboy stuff I just feel like we didn't get didn't get enough of it I, really, I actually really enjoyed all the stuff with Cole and Smoosh I think the um, the kid who plays Smush, Jarrell Jerome he's in When They See Us I don't know if he, either of you have seen that but he's a really good actor and I really like him I liked their chemistry I thought they had they, I thought their relationship was really believable um, but like you said it just didn't fit with the rest of the film it felt like I watched something, something different
0: yeah and i also think that the whole postscript of talking to the fletcher street um kind of cowboys and the, oh yeah you know our stables are being taken away and they're using that to develop you know condos and stuff mm. like that is a thread within it but it's it most of it this film is them just sitting around around a campfire just mm. chatting and you know being like oh this is how it was in the day but if there was actually more of a you know, we need to fight against the city to mm. try and save our stables. But there wasn't really. It's just no. they wake up one day and all the horses have been kind of confiscated and they're like, mm, homes ho- homes where, you know...
1: Where your family yeah. yeah.
0: And I was just a bit like, you're playing with some interesting themes and ideas, but you mm. have not not executed them well
1: at all. I agree. I think it was based on... It was based on a book about the Fletcher Street, whatever, like the stables and stuff like that. But I've, I would love to know. Obviously, I can't. I'm not going to read the book because you know, it's long. But um, I'd love to know if um, how much of the book delves into all of that stuff and how like gentrification is taking away um, these people's stables and homes and whatever. Like, and how much of that? Because if, maybe if the book it doesn't lean that much into it, then maybe that's why the film doesn't lean that much into it. But I would imagine that the book does because that's what the book's about. <laughs> so yeah, the fact that the film it just felt like, it felt like they said. Oh, we can't just make this all about cowboys. We need to put some other drama in it. Yeah, and I think that's what they did, and it just it made the it made the film, I think, uh, lose focus. Yeah, um, yeah. It's,
0: a, it's an interesting kind of niche demographic to
1: focus on. Mm, definitely, um, I've never seen I, a film about black cowboys.
0: No, uh, yeah. and I, you know, maybe somewhat kind of um, naively, yeah, like just didn't even think that was because i always imagine cowboys as like midwest or like yeah. southern and john know, wayne and all them like, yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah um which they actually make a point of in the film it's like mm. they whitewashed us it's like well that's mm. very interesting you know mm. um but yeah not not
1: super well executed but um Fair. Nice Fair. i thought uh, it was funny that um did you catch the uh when uh Caleb Caleb McLaughlin, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Um, where he tried to have his, like, Will Smith, Uncle Phil moment. Where he's like, why do you hate me, man? <laughs> Did you cock like? that?" when he was, like, crying to his dad. I was like, oh, this is very, very oh. Will Smith and Uncle Phil. He tried it, but it was all right. But I was like, mm, I don't know, mate. But yeah, <laughs> it was quite funny. Um, well, when he I'm, started
0: I'm, swearing, I was like, you shouldn't be using this language.
1: It? It? I was like, calm down, fucking, um, what's, Lucas, whatever his name is in Yeah,
0: unique.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I was thinking, like, look at him—he's grown up so fast—and I'm just like bloody hell. Like, what's the next season of Strange Things gonna look like? They're all gonna look like they're in flipping college or something. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna turn into like
0: Euphoria or Skins rather. Yeah, Strange Things. <laughs> um, any, uh, any more for any more with either of you? Anything you want to mention before we wrap up? Nothing from me. Christopher. No, all good here. All right. Well, um, my, my recording sh- says 38 minutes, but there's no way we've only been going to 38 minutes. Um, I it's, I it's not 38 minutes. <laughs> maybe an hour and 38 minutes. Um, yeah. but yeah, that's just a uh, sort of <laughs> filler episode of, of a better term. Um, back to you, normal transmission um in the future next week we'll see be talking about uh falcon and winter soldier episode four um and yeah I'll, I'll try and watch invincible but i know we're not you know we're happy to talk about that when it's finished um and we'll check the trello see what else we've got um on the agenda but we're gonna hopefully do a star wars uh special at some point
1: uh um, sorry can not screw her yeah is it really weird? Because I I wouldn't call myself like a hardcore Star Wars fan, but I always want to watch Star Wars. What does that mean?
0: <laughs> it's really I think, weird. I think it, what it means, Obi, is you're a closeted Star Wars fan.
1: Maybe I am. I don't know.
0: I don't
2: or, know. Is, or you find it an easy watch, isn't it? Some things yeah. are just
0: an easy. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I certainly appreciated them on on a rewatch mm. because you because sometimes they throw terms or um, races of aliens at you, and you're like, I don't know what planet this is or who they are or where they're from but on the 2nd rewatch, you you're like oh, I sort of get I get what that is
1: I get what mm-hmm. mid a means. means
0: mm-hmm. um, so yeah that'll be a long one but that'll be one for the near- I can
1: to explain why I like The Last Jedi
0: <laughs> yeah I mean <laughs> do you know what I had to write notes because I wouldn't remember
1: wait The Last
2: Jedi is in the second to last film
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well, that's a little teaser for our pod then. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to suggest anything for us to watch, please do. We're on Twitter at YSE Podcast 17. We're also on Instagram under your average critics and you can find us on anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, leave us five star review. Um, and yeah, get in touch. Thanks for listening. Keep it sexy.
1: Peace.